Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bucs Nation? Welcome to today's episode of the Locked On Bucs Podcast. I am your host, David Harrison. Going solo on today's episode, James Jarko is off for tonight. I was hoping to come to you guys today with a crossover episode, a continuation of our NFC South crossover deep dive. However, uh, our scheduling with the Locked On Saints and the Locked On Panthers, guys, a little bit of conflict there. We tried to untangle some things, unfortunately, just couldn't make it happen to where it worked for everybody's schedules. So we're going to hopefully pick that up next week as we return to the crossover segments. Of course, all regular season, you're going to have those into the preseason. We'll probably have them as well. So plenty more to come as we get to know the NFC South opponents. A lot of a lot of changeover here in, in the division this year. And speaking of changeover, the NBA is about to go through a changing of the guard. Some new talent about to enter into the league as the NBA draft gets kicked off tonight. And tonight, NBA draft GOAT Chad Ford, Locked On NBA draft host Rafael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA draft. It's Locked On NBA draft 2021. Brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th. That is today if you're listening the day of publication at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. I am David Harrison again, your host for today's episode on Twitter at dharrison82. Find my co-host James Jarko at jarko underscore bucks. Find the show at Locked On Bucks. Find everything James and I are writing about your Tampa Bay Buccaneers over at bucksnation.com. That can be found on Twitter as well at Bucks underscore nation on today's episode, guys, since I don't have a crossover guest uh, joining me here on today's episode, we're going to talk about a little bit of training camp. We got some quotes, two quotes from head coach Bruce Arians that I kind of want to touch on. And then here in segment two, we're going to go over a question that I actually posed to Buccaneers fans on Twitter uh, regarding Miami Dolphins cornerback Xavier Howard, your responses to that as well. And then segment three, we're going we're gonna to ring the bell a little bit, guys. We're going to give a warning. Uh, we got some fantasy football league spots potentially opening up. So if you were on that list and didn't make the initial cut, pay attention because you may hear your name getting called up for a pinch hit for a replacement team on Friday if these guys don't claim their spots. We do have some spots unclaimed as of right now at the time of this recording. But first, guys, let's hear from Bruce Arians, head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from training camp. And obviously, honestly, guys, it's the first two questions that's what we're going to talk about in today's segment one. The very first two questions that he got asked, both of them coming from Rick Shroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Both of them really good answers, so I want to share them with you. Uh, share you the question from Rick Shroud. The first one coming about resting veteran players. Hey, Bruce. Uh, I think one of the things that players like is that you've always done a good job, especially with veteran players, of giving them their legs back and giving them rest. So after three days, you got a day off tomorrow. But just talk about, you know, whether it's Gronk or Tom or whomever, just keeping, keeping those guys fresh at this point of the year. Yeah, I mean, when you have guys, you know, 30, 32, or 43, uh, you got <laughs> to manage it for them and, uh, and help them, you know. And, you know, for us right now, it's not how important it is right now is get them to, to get into those games healthy and, and fresh. And uh, so, yeah, the, the, I guess the NBA coined the term load management. You know, it's always just that day off, but uh, it, it is, I think, a very smart thing for those guys um, who who hit that that certain age of, of and experience and 
might be a, rep, a, a repetition day of something that's already in. So yeah. they don't really need it. You know what I mean? All right, guys. So once again, that was Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach Bruce Arians answering a question from Tampa Bay Times Zone Rick Stroud on arresting veteran players. And and this is it's an underrated part, I think, of season preparation, season longevity. And, and it's going to be an even more important part as we move forward with a 17 game schedule, 18 weeks of regular season. Granted, there's only three preseason games. But man, I mean, these starters are going full, full games. You know, you look at it. Typically, you only had starters playing the majority, not usually all of the uh, the dress rehearsal game, right? That third preseason game in regular seasons. And that was pretty much it until the regular season came. Then you got your bye week and all that stuff this season. I mean, it's still kind of be told. I don't know, like your team's going to go out there and run their their dress rehearsal in the second game, have their starters kind of playing all of that. And then you have 17 regular season games or because of the 17 regular season games, are we going to see them rest? I would be. Honestly, I would be pretty surprised if we saw Tom Brady play more than even two quarters in any preseason game. But I'm not going to say it's not going to happen. I just, I probably wouldn't go that way. I would probably err on the side of caution, keep him healthy if, as long as I can, not really push the envelope in preseason a little bit. We know that he's proven. We know what he can do. We saw it already. So I think that, you know, they call him veteran, you know, veteran days off and all that stuff. And you, and you see it kind of happening early on here in training camp. I think you're going to see more and more of that. You're going to see more veteran days off during practices early in the season, even if guys aren't necessarily banged up because you go back to JPP down that stretch. I mean, he was able to muscle through it and make it through and contribute to the team. But the fact that you know, I mean, he had to miss practices for like the last two, two and a half months, it seemed, uh, of the season, including the postseason, just to stay healthy enough, get treatment in between games so that he go out there and play. That's not a position you want to be in, especially with 17 regular season games on the dockets of this year. So just a topic I wanted to touch on thing was very interesting that was asked and answered in the way that it was. Another question that was very interesting to me anyway, and hopefully to you guys, as we talk about it was Rick again, asking Bruce Arians this time though, about tight end Rob Gronkowski. With respect to Gronk, I mean, you know, we know what a good football player he is. He, he somehow came off retirement and, and did what he did. Right. Uh, and then when he got in the biggest game, he had a couple touchdowns. Um, but what does he what does he bring to your team beyond? I mean, how do you quantify, you know, his personality? Just just his, you know, another guy like Brady that has been in this fight and and you know tried to defend championships and things like that. Yeah, I think a lot of people get caught up with 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 Gronk the personality, and don't see the worker. I mean, right. he's in he's in early. He he hates making mistakes. He's he's meeting with Rick constantly. Uh, after practice, before practice, uh, and like a day today, I mean, he's he's paying a ton of attention. He's gonna he's gonna watch that tape meticulously, and uh, and he does have a lot of fun. He's a lot of fun to be around, and uh, yeah. yeah, I love just chewing his ass out just to say, yeah, right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Again, that was Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach Bruce Arians responding to Rick Shroud's question. Uh, about tight end Rob Gronkowski talking about Gronk and, and his personality, his work ethic. And I think it brings up an interesting point. I mean, a lot of people see Gronk and the and that personality and that kind of party boy mentality. And and they just look like he's just having fun 24-7. And, and I'm sure he's enjoying his life, his career, playing football and all that stuff. But, you know, when he came out of retirement, a lot of people voiced concern about his health and his ability to stay healthy for an entire season. When you think about that, I mean, think about the effort it takes to not only go out there and play a sport that, that you you experience those injuries through, but also to rehab through those injuries, come back from those injuries, get past them mentally and physically, play through them and play at the level that Rob Gronkowski was able to. And I mean, if you think it's easy, 
Uh, and I know not everybody does, but it does sometimes seem, especially in the social media landscape, which I know social media, Twitter, not real world, but listen, it's out there. People, it's kind of like the whole thing that, you know, everything said in jest has a little bit of truth to it. It's kind of the same thing. Like you put some things out there in social media and a part of, part of some people actually believe some of the things that they say. And, you know, I, I think that robs, you know, uh, I don't call it rehab, but rehabilitation into football shape last season and how early he was kind of thrust into that starting role because of the injury to OJ Howard kind of shows just how difficult this really is for top athletes because Rob was not in bad shape, you know, per se, when he came back. He just wasn't fully in football shape. And that kind of led me to also think about the situation going on with the Olympics in Tokyo right now and Simone Biles and, and the the athletic or the gymnastics team. Uh, obviously, you know, if you're not aware, Simone Biles trying to defend her Olympic title ended up withdrawing from the all-around competition, citing mental well-being as a reason, her mental health as a reason. And there's an interesting article up on 10 Tampa Bay WTSP.com from Liz Crawford there where she cites Natasha A. Pierre, a mental health educator in Tampa. And according to this report, Pierre said, quote, America failed the pop quiz. We had a pop quiz when Naomi Osaka pulled out. We saw the backlash. We got a do over with Simone Biles yesterday, this published on Wednesday. So that was on Tuesday. And we failed that test as well, said Pierre, end quote. And it just kind of goes along with the whole mental health aspect. And I tweeted out, I retweeted the article and I tweeted out that, you know, a lot of times people confuse success with ease, right? And they almost confuse happiness and fun with ease as well. And, and you know, just because your job looks fun or you enjoy having your job or enjoy participating in your profession does not necessarily mean that it's easy. In fact, a lot of times it's, it's the exact opposite. So uh, you know, I could I could do an entire episode, honestly, guys, on mental health. I'm I'm a I'm a trained and certified resiliency trainer, so believe me, I could do easily. I could do 30 minutes on mental health. I don't think you guys want me to do that, so I'm not going to. But I just wanted to kind of point out the the the, the link here. Rob Gronkowski and his work ethic and personality, you know, dedicated to being an NFL tight end versus the person that you see of the party boy and all that stuff. The the two don't necessarily jive. You know, don't don't misunderstand how much work it takes to do what guys like Rob Gronkowski, like Simone Biles put into their professions. Because I think sometimes we, you know, in our entertainment and our, you know, watching of the, these athletes out there, we kind of lose a grip of some of those things that are going on, but something that you shouldn't lose a grip on, of course, is maintaining your vehicles because you absolutely need to. And with the ever increasing numbers and makes and models, it's literally impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts your car is ever going to need, but you know, who can help you out with that? rockauto.com. You can have them in your house, in your pocket, wherever you are at. You have access to one of the most extensive auto parts stores around. rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers for the last 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer and they have everything you could need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us? Box leader that we sent you Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Back now for segment two here at the Locks on Bucks podcast. David Harrison at DHarrison82. My co-host James Jarko off for this episode. Find him on Twitter at JYarko underscore Bucks. Find the show at Locked on Bucks. James and I are writers for SB Nation at BucksNation.com. Find them on Twitter at Bucks underscore Nation. Guys, an interesting thing has happened in the NFL. More and more players, it seems, are requesting and demanding even trades or to be released. J.J. Watt, 
did it. Aaron Rodgers uh, did it. Apparently, will play for the Green Bay Packers. We may or may not talk about that on tomorrow's episode. We'll see what the temperature of the room is. Um, Deshaun Watson was one of them before his whole scandal uh, kind of erupted. You know, Chandler Jones most re- recently of the Arizona Cardinals, and then now we've got Xavier Howard, cornerback of the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Buccaneers fans may remember him as being a uh, Miami Dolphins cornerback who absolutely got worked during training camp, joint training, joint practices back in 2019 by both both Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. But anyway, we're not going to talk about that. Xavier Howard, through his agent, through social media, uh, released a statement on Tuesday, and I'm going to read it to you. Here's what he wrote, quote, I've given my heart and soul to the Miami Dolphins franchise since they drafted me in 2016. I want to make it clear that I love my teammates. They're my family. But what I've learned is that the business side of the NFL proves organizations don't always have a player's best interest at heart. My experience with the Dolphins the past few seasons has taught me that. In 2018, I signed an extension that I'll admit I didn't completely understand or feel comfortable with. I've played on that deal for two seasons and didn't complain. But everyone knows I've significantly outperformed that deal. I'm one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL, and the tape backs backs up that claim. The assignments I'm given, shadowing the opposition's best player with little help, proves my value, my worth. Yet, I'm the second highest paid cornerback on my own team, and it's not even close. I want to clear up a few misconceptions about my situation. My agent, David Cantor, and I have never once asked for a completely new contract. We wanted things to work out with the Dolphins and brought solutions to the table, like guaranteeing more money that we felt were win-wins for both sides. These were proposals of adjustments that wouldn't just make me feel more respected, but were also cap friendly. But the Dolphins refused everything we proposed. That is why I don't feel the organization has dealt with me in good faith. I don't feel valued or respected by the Dolphins. Just like they can take a business first approach, so can I. That's why I want to make it clear I'm not happy and have requested a trade. Until that trade happens, I'm just here so I don't get fined and will handle myself like professionals do Xavier Howard, end quote. Interesting, interesting stuff there. Look, the Miami Dolphins are a franchise, I will say, that is kind of known uh, among circles as being one that don't they don't treat people right. And not even necessarily talking just inside the building, outside the building, stuff like that. All right, guys, it just it just kind of is one of those things. Not a lot of people I've met that are very happy, happy when they have to deal with or within the Miami Dolphins organization. And look, this is just just one of the latest, you know what I mean? And Xavier Howard's absolutely right. He's one of the best cornerbacks in the league, and he's been doing it, to be quite honest with you, on a team that really hasn't supported him as much. And, uh, you know, there there are a lot of, you know, uh, differing opinions on this whole thing. And a lot of people, you know, are going to be out there. And every time this happens, they're going to say, look, you signed the contract. You need to honor that contract. You need to play with that contract. The counterpoint to that always is what? Well, the owners don't have to honor it, right? So the owners, the Miami Dolphins, can sign Xavier Howard. We see it every year. They sign Xavier Howard or whoever. They structure the contract so that the guarantees you know, are gone after, say, two years. It might be a five-year contract, but after two years, all the guarantees are paid out. So now that team can terminate that contract, decommit from the player, right? They ask for a five-year commitment from the player. They can then decommit after that two, three years, whatever it is move on with really no penalty and and cut their losses but the players can't do that you know same thing you can sign a player to to a certain contract and say well we're signing you to this contract here's how much money we're going to give you 
And the plan is to use you as a depth guy. You're a depth guy. You're not a starter. Probably going to play on special teams. So you'll play, you know, league minimum, whatever, whatever. And then, you know, one thing happens, another thing happens. Boom, that guy's thrust into the starting role. Next thing you know, he's a star in the National Football League. And there are some mechanics out there, right? Chris Godwin uh, got paid through some of those mechanics, but they don't always necessarily bring you to the uh, the dollar amount value that you're actually bringing to your team. And in that situation, owners, franchises, GMs, coaches, right? What do they say? They say, well, play your contract, you know what I mean? And then worry about the rest later. Well, the problem with that is, and we saw this with Quan Alexander between the the excellent play being put on the field and the time for the contract to come up, sometimes things happen like torn ACLs and that player never gets financially compensated for the play that they put on the field at the time. And then you look at Quan, he leaves Tampa Bay, he goes to San Francisco on what felt like and what looked like on paper, like a really good deal. But I remember James and I talking about it when he signed with the 49ers that really at the end of the day, that deal was very team friendly. And when he got injured again with the 49ers and Fred Warner kind of made his rise, what did the Niners do? They moved on from Quan with very little to no penalty. And now Quan Alexander, after unfortunately after suffering another injury, uh, maybe on the on, you know, looking on the on the outside, looking in for quite some time. So anyway, guys, that's my soapbox moment on player contracts and all that stuff. But really what we're here to talk about is the fact that I posed a question on Twitter through the Lockdown Bucks Twitter account, and I said, Xavier Howard is on the market. Now, two years ago, most of us fans and media like wanted the Buccaneers to bring in a veteran cornerback presence. They didn't do that. So we're like, okay, well, maybe they'll go to the draft and draft another guy to develop with, you know, SMB, Jamel Dean, Carl Davis, et cetera. They didn't do that. Now, you know, and then you you have the 32nd overall preseason rank. You have the the Tyreek Hill game, then you have the Super Bowl run. And now it's like, oh, well, now the secondary is great. But really, guys, if you look at the depth chart, Right. And I wrote about this for BucksNation.com. If you look at the depth chart, right, the, this team is really there. It's one significant injury away. You know, if a Carlton Davis, a Jamel Dean, or a Sean Murphy Bunting goes down with a significant injury, misses a significant amount of time, you're talking about a guy like Ross Cockrell. You're talking about a John Franklin III or somebody else having to play very significant reps for this Buccaneers defense in the secondary. And to me, that looks like a little bit of a problem. Now, you hope you don't have to worry about it. Obviously, but if you do, it's going to be something really worth worrying about. So my question was, you know, with that in mind, do you make a trade for a guy like Xavier Howard, who is obviously going to be looking for a new contract? I got some responses first on Twitter at Buckwild 007 responded Cam Bray in a second rounder. Then he wrote he would be great to have, but not a massive need. I I do agree there. Not a massive need, but it would be nice to add some more cornerback depth. Uh, especially with some starting ability um, at football fan 2070 wrote, it would be nice. Not sure though. The dolphins will probably ask for a lot. And there, I think you're also very true at Jonathan George 20 wrote, I'd give up a one and a conditional fourth didn't specify what that fourth round pick condition would be to, to elevate to a third. I imagine would be production. So a certain amount of interceptions or maybe an all pro birth, uh, something like that. I also posed this question over at bucksnation.com attached a poll to it. It didn't go up till late, uh, Wednesday evening. So it's only been up for a little while now when I'm looking at this. 55% of voters said yes, that they would put in an offer for Xavier Howard. 14% no, 31% said they don't have the cap space. I put it in all caps. Guys, the salary cap is fake. Don't believe it. Don't buy into the hype. Uh, I'm going to read this real quick. Bucks go ham 12. That's a reader at bucksnation.com wrote, wrote, Besides the cap issue, if not for the playoff performances, I would be all over the trade. The secondary showed me something, though, and I would like to see if they can do it most of the season. Howard means no Dean, and he's the fastest cornerback on the team. SMB made a ton of plays in the playoffs. 
They still need some safety depth with just Winfield and Whitehead. Adams left in free agency. Edwards is the only one. I don't think Dean can play safety, or I would say have him switch with Whitehead during games if Howard is on the team. And that kind of brings the point up, right? If you bring in Xavier Howard, you're automatically knocking down Jamel Dean and SMB, I feel like, to lesser roles. Do you really want to do that at this stage in the game? That's kind of the the the, the dilemma, I think, right here is, is that you would like to bring in more talent, but if you bring in a talent like this one, you're kind of, I don't say you're cutting yourself off on the knees, but again, Jamel Dean, Sean Murphy Bunting turned in some very significant snaps uh, for the Buccaneers down the stretch. So, I mean, it's one of those, it's one of those questions. I'm going to save my answer to tomorrow. Actually, I want James, you know, hopefully listens to this episode. Here's some of your guys' thoughts. Uh, that article still up at BucksNation.com. Obviously you can go in there, leave your thoughts in there, vote on the poll, hit, hit us up on Twitter uh, with any of your thoughts, leave a voicemail if you want to be a part of the conversation here on the show. But we'll talk about this some more tomorrow, and James and I will lay down the law on what we think we would or would not give up uh, in exchange for Miami Dolphins cornerback Xavier Howard. Of course, if those trade talks heat up, you're going to see prop bets popping up. My favorite place to go for prop bets, betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action, whether it's baseball which is still in full swing, or NFL futures, NBA draft odds, and prop bets. Before the next contest, head over to betonline.ag. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as these teams make their preps for their runs into and through the playoffs. Again, head to betonline.ag. Sign up today and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, guys, back now here to wrap up today's episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast. David Harrison flying solo on today's episode on Twitter at dharrison82. Find the show at Locked On Bucks. My co-host, who will be returning with me for tomorrow's episode to wrap up the week, James Yarko, can be found on Twitter at jyarko underscore bucks. And then, of course, find everything we're writing about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over at bucksnation.com on Twitter at bucks underscore nation. And uh, here for segment three, guys, we're doing last call. Last call for fantasy football manager spots. If you're not up to date on this already, we are doing our first ever Locked On Bucks Fantasy Football League this year. It's going to be a best ball league through the Sleeper app. All right. Uh, James and I have been talking. I think we're going to allow transactions. So after the draft, you're still going to be able to waive. You're still going to have free agency. You're still going to make trades, all that stuff. But for those not familiar with best ball leagues, basically what it's going to do is all your players are all your players. You don't have to worry about tinkering with your roster. Do I or don't I start this guy? The players you have are the players you have. At the end of the games every week, the app is going to organize your roster to optimize your score. So your best quarterback of the two or three or five, however many you want to put on the roster, you're going to get that best quarterback score. Same with running backs, wide receivers, et cetera, et cetera. Then that way you will have your best score up there now what that does is two things one it minimizes a little bit of the work for you so you don't have to worry a whole lot about it uh, especially if you don't have a lot of moves you want to make if you're happy with your roster you're not trying to hit the waiver wire stuff like that you can basically just let it ride and you don't have to worry too much about it number two what it does is this is a free league we're not asking for your guys money we're never going to do that um we're going to give a prize at the end of this thing to the winner we haven't decided what that's going to be yet but it's going to be uh from our pockets which honestly comes from advertisement dollars which comes from you guys listening so in a sense you're helping us get that money therefore you know what i mean it, it, it is what it is that's why we're not asking for your money so that being said it's a free league if you've ever played in a free fantasy league what happens like week four or week five the guy that's zero and four the guy that's zero and five what do they do 
sometimes, not all the time, sometimes they just stop playing. They just say, you know what? I'm losing. I suck. My team sucks. I got screwed over in the draft, whatever happened. I'm not doing this anymore. And then come week eight, right? You got somebody out there who's playing a guy that's got like two injured players in their starting roster and then like three guys on a bye. Well, in a best ball league, now if you don't pay attention to the bye weeks, we could still end up in a situation where a guy has like three wide receivers on a bye, only one active. There's only so much we can do. But in a best ball league, you don't have to worry about that guy or gal coming in, fixing their lineups because the lineup is going to be set no matter what. So that's how we're doing this. So we announced our our uh, our competitors in the league, the ones who got picked from the 31 entrants. We appreciate all you guys. But we also said when we announced on Monday, those of you who have been selected, that there was a deadline. That deadline is Thursday, today, at 5 p.m. Eastern time. So if you're listening to this episode and you entered into to play fantasy football and you don't know if you made it, you may have made it and you need to tell us that you want to be a part of it or we are going to replace you with an alternate. We still have the rest of the list. It was randomly selected. So right now we're on number 11, so we're going to go to number 12. If we have one person that doesn't accept, we're going to go to 12 and 13, 14, so on and so forth, okay? Right now, we have not heard from Ricky at Destined for Greatness on Twitter, from Theodore Shonshek. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Skonshek, Shonshek. All right, we have not heard from Tom Balistracki. We have not heard from Sean Lovegrove. And we have not heard from Rick Bell. You five people, if you do not email us by tomorrow at 5 o'clock, James and I record at 6 o'clock. We are going to go down the list. If all five of you don't respond, we will pick the next five people. We will announce that on Friday. Those five people will then have probably through the weekend to respond. If they don't respond, we'll keep going through the list until we exhaust the thing and we get a full league. So we've got pretty much the entire roster so far uh, figured out. We've got we've got seven of the 12 uh, league managers confirmed, accepted their spots. So guys, if you know any of those guys, Hit them up if you don't. Hopefully they're listening. I don't know what to tell you guys. We want to do this thing. We want to make sure it's good, but we need to make sure we've got people out there who are uh, who are going to be a part of this. Look, if any of you guys who got selected, if you entered really not thinking you were going to make it and you don't really want to do that, you really don't feel comfortable doing it, that's fine. No hard feelings, you know what I'm saying? Hit us up. Say, hey, listen, I'm going to pull out. That way we can just move forward with finding an alternate and moving there because we got some other people who definitely want to play. So we want to make sure that we get 12, 12 teams on here of course, young Beckett Yarko will be managing the Lockdown Bucks team for us. He is hard at work, guys, scouting and prepping mock drafts. So make sure that you're on your A game. So again, Ricky, Theodore, Tom, Sean, Rick, guys, if you want in, hit us up. Lockdown Bucks Podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter at dharrison82 at jarko underscore bucks at Lockdown Bucks. Hit us up one way or another. You can reach out to us. Hit us hit us up in the voicemail line, guys. So if you're one of those guys waiting for an alternate spot, hey, I can't promise you anything, but make sure you check out tomorrow's episode. Maybe you hear your name. Hopefully, you know, we, we get some good guys, who, who good players who want to be participants in this. Now that you're done listening to today's episode, make sure you check out the Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks. And Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag. Wherever you get podcasts, guys, if you got questions, if you've got takes, if you've got things you want to talk about from training camp coming up in preseason, Dak Prescott's throwing arm injury, whatever it is, send your questions, send your takes to lockdownbuckspodcast at gmail.com or call in and leave a voicemail at 813-444-5841. Be a part of the Locked On Bucks podcast. 
that wraps it up for today's episode, guys. James and I will be back tomorrow to wrap up the week. Talk about Xavier Howard, maybe talk about a little Aaron Rodgers. Of course, we're talking Jamie Kim as well. Until we speak again, if you're on about, please be safe. Be careful.